glad that you're here this morning. Who's excited to be in the house of the Lord? Who's visiting us for the first time this morning? We want to welcome you. Come on, welcome. Hallelujah. Who's visiting us from the outreach? Wave your hands. Wow, wow. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're going to give each family that came the, the $50 um, gift card. Amen. Just want to be a blessing to you. Amen. That's it. Hallelujah. So make sure you grab that on the way out. I'm so glad that you're here. This is a, a place where healing rivers flow. This is a place where impossibilities turn to possibilities. Hallelujah. Where, where all things are possible to the believer. And as I share the word of the Lord this morning with you, I pray that, like I, as I prayed already, <laughs> that faith will arise. Amen. Faith is a spiritual force that has been given to each person wherewith you are able to receive the things God has provided for you. Amen. And so uh, I started sharing on the lines of, of, of the, the spiritual force of faith for preservation. I'm going to continue on those lines today, and I know that, that you're going to receive something that's going to take your life to another level. Who came determined this morning to receive something from the Lord? Hallelujah. If the person next to you didn't claim it, you know you can claim what they don't claim. So you can, you can grab theirs too. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a claim. I, I take what everybody else don't want to claim. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'll take yours too. So as I'm giving, I'm receiving. Praise the Lord. Well, it's been such an awesome December. It's going to be a December to remember. Um, what, <laughs> I, I don't even, I, I'm, I'm like speechless, but not really. It's just my heart is bigger than my mouth right now. And I, it just to express the gratitude and just the joy. Say the joy. The joy of just everything that has been taking place here. I mean, we have not even crossed over to the new year yet. And yet here we are in these last days of December, and we've seen such a supernatural, supernat the supernatural hand of God upon this ministry and upon the families of this ministry and, and operating through the people of this ministry. You know, we've had from last Saturday, I mean, just the outreach, just the lives that are being impacted, just uh, the, the privilege that we have to carry out the gospel you know, to give people what they what they need. You know, I always say people think they know what they need. If I just had this, if I just that. If you just know that what you need, who you need is Jesus, you know. And so when we go out in every way to preach the gospel and to bring, you know, uh, uh, bring the gift of salvation to the people and, and, and prayer and, and deliverance, it's the greatest privilege that anyone has here on this earth. And we've seen, we've, uh, from last, I was just thinking, and from last Saturday, because how many of you know that we went into the prisons twice, Saturday and Sunday, and then in between services, the team went out soul winning on that Saturday, and then um, the, uh, we had an outreach on Tuesday at the middle school, hallelujah, which that was an open door, which get ready because January is going to. <laughs> this is just a little glimpse. I mean, this ministry has always done outreach, but we're we're at we're we're 
we're, it's, it's going to be the year of the more. And I hope you understand what that's going to look like uh, as, uh, you know, as in, the, in the coming weeks. But um, we're not just running aimlessly. We know what we're doing. We know what the Lord has called us to do here at the Power Love Church, and that's what we're, we're doing. Amen. And, uh, and so then uh, Tuesday we had the outreach. We went into the middle school, and then uh, the young adults went into the college campus. <laughs> Pray for people. Led people to the Lord. And then we had our, our outreach on um, Friday. <laughs> and, I mean, it was amazing. It was amazing. It was pouring. I just, can I just brag on our people? We have the best. We have the best people. You know, nobody flinched. Nobody thought they were going to melt. These are kingdom builders. <laughs> These are, this is an army of the Lord. Amen. I, I, I don't like when people, you know, get saved and they weren't afraid of anything in the world. And then they get saved and all of a sudden, hey. It's raining, I can't go to church. Or it's cold, or the wind blows. If you know here at the Power Love Church, not even when the deadliest virus is going around, we shut down. Because we believe in the God that we serve. Amen. And so it poured on us, it rained, but yet we've seen 202 people give their lives to Jesus. And this our, our, our people, they don't care. They were soaked, and yet some of them went to eat here and there and there. Soaked. And I'm like, did you have extra clothes? No, my socks are still wet. <laughs> Me too. My feet were squeaking <laughs> when I walked in at Lupe Tortilla. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> but all glory to God. And, uh, um, and, and so then uh, the call center was working yesterday. And they've seen, what, 46 people that gave their lives to the Lord. So just from, just from last Saturday to yesterday, 721 decisions. Somebody better give the Lord a, you know, if heaven throws a party for one person, for one sinner that repents, 721 decisions that prayed the prayer to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of their lives. Give the Lord some praise. Give yourself some praise. Hallelujah. Because it takes people to, to work the harvest. Amen. Gather the harvest. So I'm excited. I'm excited. The Lord is good. We're rejoicing for all that the Lord has done, is doing, and is going to continue to do through his people. Get involved in any way that you can. I just have a feeling we have one more before the year's over. I just can't, don't know where or what, huh? I don't know. We might go. I don't know. I don't know. But it's gonna. It's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Um. The lady loved us at the flea market. Favor. Somebody say favor. Say open door. She said, "Come anytime." She even told Erica, "I love you. I love you guys." Such a favor. Such a great location. Um. It's it's just amazing. We're so thankful to the Lord. All glory to God, and uh, it's 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 the greatest um, the the greatest privilege to be able to be a part of kingdom advancement. Amen. You know, the only thing you get to take with you to heaven is not 
the, the, the house you busted your, your butt trying to almost, yeah. No. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? The, the, the only thing you're going to take he to heaven is the soul that you're one to the kingdom of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Um, I also, before I begin, I want to welcome somebody very special. Gio is here. Where is Gio? Oh. Stand up, Gio. So everybody that don't know you, Gio, he is doing his internship at a, right? Kind of. So you do a lot over there. I mean, like culinary and cook and yard. Why they give you the yard? I'm just kidding. Why they got you cutting grass? No, I'm just kidding. But he's he's about to be done with his third year, three years he's in there. Wow, and 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 so I can't wait to see all the Lord will continue to do through your life. I'm excited. Amen. We love you, Gio. I'm so glad you're here. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm going to continue. I'm still on preservation of life. Uh, and, and the subject on faith, because your faith is basically what your heart organ, the organ of, of, uh, uh, of, of, your, of your body is. If, you're, if you're or the heart stops, what happens? That's it, right? And so you can't live without it. Well, in the same way, uh, faith, our faith in God is what keeps us alive, spiritually alive. Amen. And so we got to see to it that we, we uh, keep our faith alive <laughs> daily. Amen. Um, faith, you know, I, I believe it sometimes it can be taken just like a religiously. Uh, religiously, what do I mean when I say that? It's just like, it's just like a religious thing that people say, I have faith, but they don't really understand what faith is and what faith is supposed to do for your life. Faith is for results. Faith is not just, you know, I grew up in church, so I grew up a lot of saying, uh, a lot of people saying, oh, how, when somebody will ask, how are you doing? How are you doing? Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just living by faith. And they said it's so depressing as if it's something that, that, that it's sad. You know, if you're living by faith, it shows. Amen. If you're, I said, let me say that again. If you're living by faith, it should show not just in your countenance, it should show on the productivity and the fruitfulness of your life. Amen. Because faith, I love what Bishop Oyedepo says. He says, faith is a spiritual force. It's not a religious word. It's not something, just a word that has, you know, that you, 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 you go to uh, Kirkland's and find it in a frame. You know, it's not just what it, your, your, your coffee cup says in the morning. You know, the, uh, uh, faith and, and but but yet it, it means nothing to you. It's not doing anything. No, faith, he said, faith is a spiritual force drawn from the living word for living proof. Can I say that again? I wanted to get into your spirit so that you, when you know, you know, and can you know when you're operating in faith? You're supposed to know. It's not something that you're just uh, uh, blindly or accidentally or not sure if you're operating in it or not. No, you know, and I'm going to show you out of the word of the Lord. But faith is a spiritual force drawn from the living word for living 
proof for results. Say results. And that's what you need to see in your life. And you have the faith. The Bible tells us that to, to, to each, uh, 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 God has dealt to each person a measure of faith. So you have faith. You even have faith to, to, to if you're un, not even born again, to get born again. Isn't that something? How much more now that you're born again in the family of God and have this seed of faith in you that you have the ability to grow in with no limits? And so then, 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 then we have the part to play because faith Saying I have faith in God and and just uh, not doing faith. I'm getting ahead of myself because of brother. But I wanted to stir in your spirit that 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 it's an action. Uh, uh, if you say I am a woman of faith, I am a man of faith. Then you, what you're saying is I am a woman of action. I am a man of action. I am a producer. I bear much fruit. Don't just, oh, I'm just living by faith. That's a great thing if you're living by faith. And so your faith preserves your life. I, I'm going to begin where uh, I left off last week, but um, there's so much. Uh, the Bible says that a very important scripture uh, that in Hebrews 11, 6, uh, because I began to share with you uh, that how, how important faith is. And then I want to get into today, how do you know you're operating in a genuine faith? Amen. And so Hebrews 11:6 it says but without faith it is impossible to please him that's God So without faith in him trust believe in him it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Listen, if it is your aim, and it should be your aim, if you are a born-again believer, it should be in you because the seed of God is in you to, number one, please him. Not a people pleaser, but a God pleaser. Your aim should be to please God. Let God's word be true and everyone else a liar if it's contrary to the word of God. But it, it should be within us to please him. And without faith in him, we can't do it. Faith is, is, is reliance on him, totally reliance in God. And, and, and you'll, as you, you know, if you just given your life to the Lord, 
And even if you've been in this walk for a while, it never stops a grow. You never stop growing. It's a process. The Bible says, I believe Peter said it. He said, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the precise knowledge of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So the more you grow, because Christianity is all about your relationship with God. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. And so this relationship has to be kept. Amen. By continual seeking him. And so the more you know him, the more you love him. The Bible, John said we must grow in this love. Amen. How many of you love your spouse more than you did when you first met him? Three hands went up. Great. your hand. <laughs> I just noticed it. <laughs> What's really going on here? I feel an altar call coming up. I'm just kidding. I know he loves me. <laughs> and so say, I must grow. Say, I must grow. It's a wonderful thing because the more you grow in the knowledge of him, it's like, wow, this is not bad. The Bible says taste and see that he is good. Some of you just taste it a little bit and you're okay with that. But, you, you know, just when you taste something that is good, you keep coming back for more. Just like you keep going back to the Shipley's Donuts. When you've tasted the goodness of God, you can't get enough. Especially when you know there's more that where that turn came from. You can't get enough. He's a good, good God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's why when you know him, you don't care if you're out there in the rain. You don't care, you know what I'm saying? What what you just you just love him. And you love what he loves. Hey. Jesus said, I, I when they were when Jesus was held 12 years old and and they and they were uh, they, they they had just left the city, and then they re the parents uh, uh, realized that where is Jesus? And the mom went, you know, Mary went searching for him, and all worried, you know. And Jesus, where? Why do you do this to me? I'm paraphrasing. This is an SV translation. What What are you prayer? Well, I mean, what are you doing? Where Where you been? And he says, Didn't you know that I'm about my father's business? <laughs> he was at the church. He was at the synagogue. He said. Didn't you know that I'm about my father's business? How many of you are about your father's business? <laughs> Hallelujah. And so without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is God. Amen. And that he is a rewarder. Shout reward. He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. Last week, I took you through Hebrews 11, and I encourage you to take time to study that on your own. But you can see that the great man and woman of God, the things that they accomplished and they did, they did it through their faith in God. They shut, they, they shut the mouths of lions. Uh, they quenched the fiery darts of the wicked one. You know, the mothers received their loved ones back uh, from the dead. You know, uh, uh, everything that they did, they did it through their faith in God. And, and everything that we do, we're going to do it through our faith in 
God. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. I like what Bishop Oyedepo said. I believe it was him that said this. He said that faith, uh, uh, well, number one was uh, faith is the only way to move God on your favor. That's what, that's what I touched on last week. But then uh, uh, two is faith is the only way to stop the devil from molesting your destiny. I like the way he said it. It is true. Because that's what the enemy tries to come and do. And I said he tries. Because he can't do anything without the consent of the believer. And all you got to say is no, you may not. Not today, not tomorrow, never. In Jesus' name, get away from me right now. Amen. And so faith is the only way to stop the devil from molesting your destiny. In Ephesians 6.16 says, above all, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. You taking the shield of faith, you with your trust in almighty God and total reliance on God, the Bible says that your faith serves you as a shield. Wherewith ye shall be able, you, not God, you, shall be able to quench all, not some, every attack of the enemy, every fiery dart thrown at you from the enemy, you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. So there are, that's why I'm talking about how faith preserves you, not only keeps you alive, but preserves your life. You know, this last week we've seen great things. But we also seen how the enemy did not like what we were doing. You know, it's, it's not a light thing to be out there. And we understand that. We understand that. And you see how he does not like that. And, and, and I also more than, I see the importance it can cost to your life to know these things. You know, there's a saying that says, what you don't know won't hurt you. What you don't know can kill you. And I love to see how the people, um, and, and, and they have understanding. And they, and, they, and they understand and they see. They see. They, they heard what God has said in his word, but they see. And it's just as important for you not to just hear what God is saying. He wants you to see what he's saying. Have a picture of what he's saying. But both, you know, God is so good that this world, but we're not of this world. The Bible says that Satan is the God of this world, the, the God of the systems of this world. And, 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 and yet God has given us everything we'll need pertaining to life and godliness. He's equipped us with everything we would ever need to do all that he's called us to do and, 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 and walk in victory even in this world. Hallelujah. And we're seeing it more than ever before. 
We're not complaining about how dark the world is getting, though it is getting dark, and it's only going to intensify. We're not complaining about that because we understand, we know, we know what, what you know, the, 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 the outcome, but we, we know that where sin abounds, the grace of God much more abounds. And we know that God has called us for such a time as this, and he has equipped us with everything we will ever need to walk in victory, even in the face of darkness. And we're seeing it. And God is being glorified through it all. Isn't it wonderful? And so, above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So, faith is a spiritual force that will confront the opposition and conquer it. It is only by your faith that you will confront any opposition and conquer it. Say amen. I want to give you a few nuggets. The knowledge of truth is of no value without faith. Because faith, real faith, is not mental assent. It's not just knowing intellectually in your mind. It's knowing in your spirit. It's knowing in your heart. I love Dr. O. Roberts. The best way he can explain having grasped of something is, I just know that I know that I know that I know. I love that. Because you're firmly, that knowing establishes you. That knowing uh, 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 plants you on a firm foundation. And so, uh, uh, so you can know the word, but the word must be mixed with faith. The Bible tells us, if you look in the book of Hebrews, uh, chapter 4, verse 2, it tells us, and it warns us not to make the same mistake. In Hebrews uh, uh, 4, verse 2, it tells us, For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. Talking about the children of Israel. But the word preached did not profit them. Listen, and the word is for profitability. It's for advancement. But it will do you no good for you to come here, sit down, hear the word, and say, oh, that's a cute, cute message. Go out there and never act on what you heard. It won't profit you, even if you felt it. That's why it's important that if something hits you, write it down. Just real quick. Or grasp it, or heed, or or go listen it again. But it, it's it, the the reason why it was like, oh, it hit you. It's because it it, it 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 the spirit of God quickened it to you. And those are things that you cannot let you pass by. It says, it says, are you with me? It says, for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them. Why not being mixed with faith in them that heard it? In another translation, it says they didn't mix it with faith like others did. 
Well, you remember the children of Israel? They wandered in the, in the desert for 40 years. Did they ever make the promised land? No. They died. Only the ones that Joshua, Caleb, and their seed. But don't you, you know, you can be a believer and be wondering. And never reach where you're supposed to get. You're not going to be forced into the thing that God has for you. You need to grab it by faith. Are you with me? I mean, God has predestined us, prearranged for us to live a good life, but it's not going to be forced on you. No one is going to come and carry you and pick you up and take you there. Either you want it or not. And if you want it, you grab it by faith. with faith. Yeah, I believe that word. What's the proof that you believe it? You act on it. Hallelujah. You act on it. The Bible says that faith without action is dead. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. So, it is faith that gives value to knowledge because it's only what you believe, not what you know, that you become. It's not what you know, it's what you believe. You must know in order to believe, but if you just leave it at knowledge, you just got a big head. And we're not aiming for a big head. We're aiming for results. Are you with me? Say amen. Hallelujah. I see your life going to another level. I see you being a person of action. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I know you desire new levels, and God has them for you. As a matter of fact, they're waiting for you. Are you ready to step into them? How are you going to do it? By your faith in God. Praise the name of the Lord. Don't tell me how much you know. Tell me how much you're growing. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Say thank you, Jesus. Woo, I know you're grasping it. Simple. It's the simplicity of the word, right? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what we know sets the pace for what you believe. And what you believe is ultimately determined by your faith. What you believe is ultimately determined by your faith because of your actions. The Bible tells us in many instances where a Jesus said, it is to you, be it done unto you according to your faith. Be it done unto you according to your faith not according to your knowledge. But see, the woman with the issue of blood, she knew. She knew, and she said within herself, if I would only go and touch the hem of his garment, I know I shall be made whole. She could have just known, but what she knew mixed with her faith prompted her 
to get up from her sorry situation and go looking for Jesus. Most people will be like, well, God knows everything. He knows I couldn't get up to go to church today. He, knew, he, knew I, he knows I didn't have any gas. But we have vans that will pick you up. It's just how bad do you want it? Excuses are for failures. You got to want it bad. Pastor John Osteen has one of my favorite messages that is entitled, How Bad Do You Want It? How bad do you want what God has for you? I know you want it bad. Hallelujah. That's why you're here this morning. Glory be to God. Are you still with me or have you gone home? If you're still here, say amen. Hallelujah. That is why you must live your life daily by your total reliance and trust in God. You must uh, 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 protect and guard your faith intentionally, strategically. See to it that every day your trust is in the Lord. Hallelujah. So faith is the only way you move God on your favor. Faith is the only way to be protected from the wiles of the enemy. Number three, how important is faith? Without faith, no one can be saved. We can read in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, where it says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You are born again by your faith in God. You, you heard the gospel, and then you accepted it by, by faith, by receiving it. The Bible says that if we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouth that Jesus is the Son of God, we shall be saved. And so how many of you are born-again believers? Wave your hand like you just don't care. If you're not a born-again believer, you can be at the end of the service. You'll have an opportunity to surrender your life to Jesus, and you do it by faith, simple trust that the word of God is truth. Hallelujah. You know, if this, this one always gets me because if we receive eternal life, salvation, by hearing the good news of the gospel, responding to it just like it asks us to do so, and we, we, we are born again by the Spirit of God. If, if we receive, receive the gift of eternal life, which is the most important, the greatest gift you ever receive, isn't it something how, why do we make hard to get, receive the lesser? See what I'm saying? Why, why does it seem difficult to receive the lesser from the Lord? If, if, if it's that simple to get born again, to repent of your sin, turn away from your sin, believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that he came to this earth, that he died and rose on the third day, and we believe it in our heart, confess him with our mouth, that he is our Lord and our Savior, and we are born again. And, and how do we know? Because we know that we know within our lives have changed. We know. You can beat me, stab me, whatever you want to do, but I'm born again. I'll never die. I'll just pass on to, to heaven. So every
everything else that God has for us, we receive it by knowing the will of God, believing it in our heart, confessing it with our mouth. That's what we do. By faith, we believe what we receive. We believe what we heard. And we act upon it, and we receive it. Are you with me this morning? Some of you are looking at me like it's a, a very difficult thing, but I don't, I don't, I, it's not. It's simple. Hallelujah. That's how you receive healing. That's how you receive whatever it is that God has in his word. You get the, you get the will of God. Faith begins where the will of God is known. So once you know the will of God in any matter, then you can attach your faith to it. And it can be yours. It can be yours. Hallelujah. Thank you. <laughs> Somebody back there is getting it. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. The Bible tells us that by faith we stand. By faith we stand. 2 Corinthians 1.24 says, not for that we have dominion over your faith, but are helpers of your joy. By faith ye stand. That means uh, by doubt we'll fall. Faith in God causes you to stand. Faith in God causes you to rise up. Faith in God causes you to move forward. Faith in God causes you to do something about the situation. Faith in God will cause you to rise up. And instead of saying, I'm waiting on God, you, you, should, even know, you should even understand what that means. Those that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall walk and not faint and run and whatever, you know. But the point is, those that wait upon the Lord, they're people of faith. And you know what waiting is? It's not like, <sighs> I mean, I know you're going to say you're going to do it, God, but wait. No, wait. The greatest definition or understanding of it is like a server. When you're waiting on God, it's like a waiter when you go to the restaurant. You're there to serve. So when you're serving, you're waiting on God. And those that wait, those that serve the Lord, he shall renew their strength. People of faith are not just waiting on God. God is waiting on them. Hallelujah. I'm waiting on him. Not sitting down, watching Netflix. No, I'm waiting on him. I'm serving him. I'm showing up. I'm active in, in kingdom expansion. Serving him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. And by faith we stand. The Bible says by faith we walk. 2 Corinthians 5, 7. For we walk by faith and not by sight. That means we're not moved by what it looks like. Faith doesn't need any evidence in the natural realm. 
doesn't need any proof in the natural. We walk by faith and not by sight. We're not moved by what it looks like. It, it might be a fact or reality that, 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 a fact that circumstances are taking place in your life. But that doesn't cancel out what God has already spoken to you. That doesn't cancel out. If you keep your faith in God, then you shall see the glory of God. What was the thing that, that G, what was the thing that, and it doesn't matter how serious the situation is. It doesn't matter how long the situation has been happening. If you believe, you shall see the glory of God. Your faith in God will, in, in, in the midst of, of whatever circumstance. Look at, look at Lazarus. Everybody was worried because either Jesus didn't get there on time or he got there too late. By the time he got there, he'd already been dead for four. And don't give me this thing that that, that was the Bible. Well, the Bible's still alive. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And they were all worried. And then, you know, uh, 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 and then Jesus rose him from the, from the grave. And, 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 and he said, didn't I tell you, he told Mary and them, didn't I tell you that if you only believe, listen, if you only believe, I look at your neighbor and say, only believe, that's, only believe means only have total trust and reliance on God. Didn't I tell you if you only believe, you shall see the glory of God? What is the glory of God? The glory of God is the manifested goodness of God. The manifestation of the glory of God in your life. That means that you're going to see results. That means that thing that you have been believing, even though it seemed like things were not going to change, and people were looking at you and telling you, oh, you're still going to church. Look what's happening in your life. But you've seen what they did not see. And you're standing by faith. And all of a sudden, All of a sudden, the glory of God is manifested. This is my friend right there. All of a sudden, the glory of God manifested in your life. That means that what you were sta standing in faith, that you have believed that God did for you through prayer, and you already knew it was done, it manifested in the physicality. Now, not only you see what you have already seen, but people get to see what you hadn't, they hadn't seen. But you already knew. Faith is not just some religious word that you find on a frame at Kirkland's. Stop drinking your coffee on a mug that says faith, and then you're all worried about the day. Instead of getting that caffeine in you, get that spiritual word in you. People miss it. Drinking their coffee in a mug that says faith. God's trying to speak to you through your mug. <laughs> Isn't it true? It's like. And God is not a respecter of person. It's simple faith. Did you have to work yourself up when you received the gift of eternal life? No, you heard the gospel that Jesus forgives sins, that he came and died for you. And you believed, and you received it. Therefore, now you have new life. Now, all you, now you have all the faith for the lesser. You already got the greater. And the Bible says that he who did not spare his one and only son, but deliver him up for us all, will he not, will he not along with him 
give you everything else. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus. 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 I want the worship team to come up here. We're not done. Come on, worship team. Quick, move with me. Quick. I'm pulling a Dr. Paula Nunti this morning. Because I feel like faith is arising. Listen, this is. Somebody get George in. <laughs> He's everywhere. How many feel, feel faith arise? You're not leaving out of here the same. You're probably waiting. What, what is she on? Boom. Just, just keep your eyes on Jesus. I'm not done. I'm not done. This is, this, I felt this in my spirit. I seen it and we're doing it. Lord, listen, whatever it is you need, <laughs> it's here. You just grab it. How? Through trusting God. If I said what I said to now, it's enough for you to grasp. what God has for you. If you came in sick, you can you can leave out of here whole. If you came in bound, you can leave out of here free. And I say can, but let me declare you will. Because I know you want it. And your want is your faith. That what I just, the instructions I just gave you, you believe it. So we're going to do this. We're going to do this song as a declaration. You receive by faith. So we're exercising our faith. Get your eyes on the Lord. Your help comes from him. Let this day mark the day that everything turns around for you. So you can stand up, you can stay seated, you can dance around. Listen, the important thing is grasp it. Don't be a spectator, be a participator. You can watch people get theirs or you can get your own and others. We're not, this is just, we're not, I'm not done preaching. When you're ready. If you walked in sick, you're going to walk out healed. If you walked in bound, you're going to walk out free. Just a mention of his name. Just a mention of his name. Just a mention of his name. Everything can change. Everything can change. If you walked in heavy, you're going to walk out light. If you walked in weary, you're going to be all right. Just a mention of his name. Just a mention of his name. Just a mention of his name. Everything can change. Everything can change. If 
mention of his name. Just the mention of his name. Everything can change. Everything can change. If you walked in broken, you're going to walk out whole. If you walked in lost, he's going to save your soul. It's just the mention of his name. Just the mention of his name. Just the mention of his name. 
believe the Lord has done it for you this morning. Through your faith, be it unto you according to your faith. Go ahead and have a seat. Let me take a few more minutes. Yeah, there it is. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. This is helping somebody. to hear and then help you practice it. Amen. So faith is the only way to move God in your favor. Faith is the only way to stop the devil from molesting your destiny. By it, you quench the fiery darts of the wicked one. Without faith, no one can be saved, for it is through faith, by grace through faith. The word also tells us that we stand by faith. See how important faith is? And faith has to be kept, guarded, alive. By faith, we not only stand, but by faith, we walk. By faith, we live. And we also understand that we are healed by faith. I believe some people received their healing this morning by faith. They believed it. Let me stir you up a little bit more. I, I, I mentioned the woman with the issue of blood, and you can find her encounter in the book of Luke 8, 48, where it says, where Jesus said unto her daughter, be of good comfort. Your faith, your faith had made thee whole. Then he said, go in peace. And so your faith had made thee whole, has healed you and made you whole. So the woman with the issue of blood was made whole by her faith. And it was her faith. What was the proof that she had faith? She got up and she did something. Amen. The Bible says that the violence uh, uh, take it by force. So faith becomes violent in your life. It, it becomes, uh, uh, it, 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 it puts you in a place of, 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 of like I said earlier, uh, uh, firmness, stability. It, 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 it's, it's, a platform to stand and be able to see the glory of God in your life. It's like, um, I believe it's Kenneth Copeland that calls it the, the uh, bulldog. It's like a bulldog tenacity. It, it, because the, the bulldogs, they lock their jaws. And when they do, you can, you, whatever you do, they're not going to unlock it. And so that's how you got to grab the word of God. That's how your faith has to be locked in with God. Your faith. Uh, 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 commits God's integrity in your life. Amen. And so it, it's by God is compassionate about you, but God is not moved by situations and circumstance. Uh, remember whenever he was in the boat and, and, and he already had said, told his disciples, let us go to the other side. Well, it, it helps us understand something and it helps us learn. Uh, when, when Jesus says something, then we, we can take his word to the bank. Amen. Now realize, God 
God's word will tell you something, but the natural might look like something else. That's why we don't, are not moved by what we see. We are moved by what God says. And so when Jesus told him, let us go unto the other side, that should have been enough, right? Amen. But uh, uh, on their way there, say on their way there, a storm arose. And so Jesus was asleep in the back of the boat on a nice pillow. He was so relaxed that whenever the storm arose, the, the, they, they panicked because the, the winds and, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the rain and the, the water was getting in the boat. And they, they, they panicked and they feared. And they went to uh, Jesus. And the Bible says that they woke him up. You hear something? And, and, and he said, and they're like, Jesus, don't you care that we are perishing? And Jesus woke up, and, and he rebuked the storm. He told it to shut up. That's what you need to tell the storms of life. Shut up. Shut up. Don't let the storms of life talk to you. You talk to it. Matter of fact, Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty two, 22, have faith in God. Or the world translation says, have the faith of God. You can say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea. If you believe in your heart and doubt not, you shall have it. It shall obey you. And so he told the storm to shut up. And it stopped. And they were like, and then what did he tell them? Where is your faith? He charged them about their faith. So what, was, what, what do we learn? Is that we have authority over the storms of life. If our trust is in God, we too can tell every storm, every circumstance, every situation. And if we believe and if we doubt not, the Bible says that we shall have what we say which that's another major preservation of life, the words that come out of your mouth, which is coming up. And so, um, uh, 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 and you know, right, so, so, so right when they were going that way, th there was a, a, remember the demonized man that needed to be set free? You know, you were on your way somewhere. You're on the road where God is leading you. Yeah, there's going to be storms that arise. There's going to be trials. God never said there won't. As a matter of fact, he said, you know, that in this world you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. He said, for I have overcome the world. I have deprived the world from its ability to harm you. Though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. It did, didn't say run from the shadow of death. It didn't say run from the fire. Though you go through the fire, you will not be burned. Though you go through the floods, you will not drown. You will not be consumed. So don't, you know, keep going. Keep going. And so he said to the woman with the issue of blood, your faith has made you whole. And then we see another encounter, which I want to take you there, in Mark chapter 10. 
There's so much, right? Who's got something by now? Who feels that your faith arose a little bit more than when you walked in here? A little bit? If it's a little bit, it makes me happy. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In Mark chapter 10, beginning in verse 46, we can read an encounter of Jesus healing blind Bartimaeus. It says, if you find it, say amen. I have it in the NLT. Very familiar encounter, but I'm just going to read it to stir your faith. Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard, listen, faith begins where the will of God is known. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout. I forgot over there. stay or you can sit. It's up to you. I got a few more minutes. <laughs> what do you think, Jill? They should stand, right? Give me a few minutes. It says that when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout. Well, why did he shout? Because he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was passing by. Well, what about Jesus? He heard Jesus the healer, Jesus the deliverer, Jesus the lame makes the lames walk, cast out devils, set people free. He heard that. And so what he had heard, he believed. And his belief caused him to shout. Oh, hallelujah. The Bible says that when he heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout. Say shout. He shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You got to get, you got to, you got to, listen, you, you, you got to get radical with it. What are, what are people going to think about me? Who cares? They already think you're crazy. And they're still going to think you're crazy once you, it don't matter. People are always going to have something to say. But I'm going to tell you, if you're worried about what people think about you, you're only limiting yourself. I like blind Martinez. He didn't care. That's the type of people I like to be around. They don't care. They're not afraid of stepping on nobody's toes. I mean, with love, you know what I'm saying? Jesus! Man, I remember when I became that desperate. And I was going to church, but I was tired. I was miserable. I needed, I, I, I knew that I could have a change because I was seeing it in other people. I was seeing the testimonies, and I, 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 I need this for me. I want it. I want it enough. What do I got to do? Jesus, 
son of David, have mercy on me. And then the people that were around Jesus came to be quiet. You see, not everybody's going to get glad when you fell. They're going to try to shut you up. They're going to say, you are, they shut, they did that to me, I remember. Every service, hallelujah, praise the Lord. And somebody told me, And it was a leader, so I was respectful. I was like, but on the inside, I'm like, Shh. I'm shutting you up. You know, I'm respectful, respectful of your service, but on the inside, I'm, I knew I wasn't doing it in the flesh. Now, you can be shouting all in the flesh. Ain't doing nothing. So, it, you know, it's you got to know that your faith is weak. Because it's not about the shouting. A lot of people shout and they have nothing. But shout is, it, it, shouting is even spiritual. But if you're doing it in faith, don't just be a shouter. Do it in faith. He shouted because the one that was passing by knew he had what he needed. Now, if you're coming to church knowing that you're coming to praise the king of kings and that you honor the word of God and he's been good to you, by all means, shout. But I, I, I don't, your hallelujahs and praise the Lord are not helping me. They're for you. I can preach through a whole, everybody not saying nothing. And it doesn't move me because I know I'm delivering the word of the Lord. Now, it's nice to get praise the Lord, hallelujah. But it doesn't move me. Amen. <laughs> they said, be quiet. Right? They told him to be quiet. Many of the people yelled at him. The Bible says, but he only shouted louder. See, I like that. I like that. Right? He only shouted louder. Hallelujah. Do you know he could have got offended? And say, man, these people that are with Jesus, they mean. They told me to be quiet. Don't they know I'm blind? Don't they know I need I need him more than they need him? They know where they're going. I don't know where I'm going. Right? They, people do stuff like that. They came one time. Oh, I can't believe it. I'm not, never going over there again. They had a Christmas tree. The usher didn't sit me where I wanted. And they miss. They miss. They leave blind. grace of God. It's not, a, it's not a physical thing. It's the grace of God that empowers you. Amen. The Bible says he only shouted the louder. When Jesus heard him, no, he said, but he only shouted the louder, son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, tell him to come here. I'm, you know, I, I, I honestly, I, I'm I don't know this in the word, but I think there was other people getting loud. Everybody wanted his attention. It's just like the woman with the issue of blood when Jesus said, who touched me? And, and they said, you're asking who touched you? Don't you see all the crowds pushing you? No, he said, somebody touched me differently. Well, I believe blind Barnabas' shout was different. Right? Because it was a, a shout of faith. It was a cry of faith. 
It was a shout that Jesus recognized, and it was a shout of faith. It was a cry of faith that Jesus, I know that you, you have the answer for me. You know that Jesus recognizes the look of faith? It, because there's instances in the Bible. What does the Bible says when, the, when, the, when the, they brought the lame man, his four friends? They, they, they wanted to take him to Jesus. What good friends? They wanted to take him to Jesus be, because they knew that Jesus could heal him. And when they got to the house, they couldn't get in through the door. So they went home and cried. No. These four friends had an idea. And they said, if we can't get in through the door, we're going to get in through the roof. And they cut tiles. And here's Jesus standing like this, preaching to the crowds. It was packed in there. They couldn't get in through the doors. People hanging out of the windows. And then here's, here's this man being let down from the, from the ceiling. You know what Jesus said? Now who's going to pay for that? Look at y'all tearing things up. No. The Bible says that he saw their faith. He saw their faith. You know, it's an act of faith for you to be here this morning. It's an act of faith. You came by faith. He saw their faith. And we know the story says that he was instantly healed. And God was glorified. Hallelujah. God sees your faith. God hears your faith. Here, here, blind on Bartimaeus, shout the louder. You can't shut a man or a woman of faith. You can't. And, and it's a shout of faith. It's a shout of victory. Hallelujah. How do I know that his shout was one of faith? Because the Bible says that when Jesus heard him, he, he stopped and, 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 and said, tell him to come here. So they called the blind man and they, they cheered him up. Remember, they first discouraged him, telling him to shut up. And now they're cheering him up. They cheered him up. And they said, come, come on, he's calling you. And the Bible says that Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. You know, it was an, that shout was a shout of faith. You know why? Because that coat he was wearing was a, is a, was a symbol that he was a, a, a blind man. So that when people will see him, they'll know. That's what they did back in the days. It is known, it is studied that if you had some kind of disease, you, you were outcasted or you had to wear something. Well, this man wore this coat that let people know he's a blind man. But when he heard that Jesus was passing by, he had known what kind of man Jesus was. And he said, I must get his attention. So he did what he could do. And when he did what he could do only, Jesus came and did what he could never do for himself. And the Bible says, as an act of faith, he already knew, I'm, 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 I'm about to get my healing. So much that he said, I don't need this anymore. He, cast, he threw it off before he went to Jesus. And the Bible says that he threw his garment off. He threw his garment off, jumped up, and came to Jesus. And then Jesus said in verse 51, what do you want to do for you? Jesus asked, my rabbi, the blind man said, which rabbi means teacher. He says, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, go, for your faith has healed you. And instantly, say instantly, the man could see. And he followed Jesus 
down the road. And guess who was glorified? Jesus was glorified. Instantly, the Bible says that the man can see. Well, that was him. Well, God is not a respecter of persons. What he does for one, he can do for another. You don't have any trouble. All you need is faith in God. Hallelujah. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Faith is the title deed of your expectation. You can have something before you have it. You see, blind Barnabas had healing before he had it. Why? How do we know? It was an act of faith. He received it before Jesus. he even came to Jesus. He took of his garment. The woman with the issue of blood said, I know that I know that I know that if I only go and touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be healed. She already had it. You got to have it before you have it. And that's what faith does for you. Faith is the substance, the proof, the, the, the title deed, one translation says, for your expectation. What are you expecting from the word of God? What, you know, a, 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 a hope is something for the future. But the Bible says that faith, okay, let me, let me rephrase something. Now faith is. Because faith is not for the future. Faith takes what is in the future and brings it into the now and, and, and makes it a living reality in you before it happens outwardly. That means that you can have it before you have it. That's why the Bible says whatsoever things you desire, not even what you need. Of course, your desires have to be in line with the word of God. You can't desire, never mind, crazy things that are not in line with the word. But whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them when you pray. Believe that you receive them and you shall have them. So you can have them before you have them. And the way that you have them before you have it is by faith. Can you say amen? That's why when I had you sing and whatever it is that you came desiring, whatever it is that you need from the Lord, receive it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. So when is it going to happen? It's done already. How do I know? My trust and reliance in God assures me. And faith is your confidence. And that's why the Bible says, cast therefore not away your confident trust in God, for it will bring you a great recompense of reward. So when you receive something, you got to receive it first in here, and then you leave. And how do I know? Because you know that you know that you know. Somebody's getting it. It's like you know. I got it. I got it. It's mine. Well, that's lying. It's not lying. Faith is not faking it. It's a, a reality in you before it's a reality out here. I know I have what God has said in his word. It's mine. I know healing is mine. I know peace is mine. Hallelujah. And then, you, and then your, your faith becomes your confident trust in God. And you got to guard that. The Bible says don't cast it away. 
don't throw it away when you leave out of here. How do you cast your confidence away? Through doubt, unbelief, bad confession, bad thoughts. Don't cast it away for your confident trust in God will bring you a great recompense of reward. You shall see your reward. You shall see your reward in the mighty name of Jesus. As you stand firm in your faith in God. If you believe, shout aloud, amen. amen. Hallelujah. By faith, one more. Worship team, you can come up here. I'll continue tonight. the just shall live by faith. And faith must be kept alive. Amen. Through our relationship with the Lord, through the word of God. Faith is what pleases God and will cause his favor to be upon your life. By faith, we stop the apostle the enemy. By faith or through faith, we are saved. By faith we stand, by faith we walk, by faith we receive our healing, by faith, one more, we overcome. By faith you overcome. You know, I was listening to what faith is not. Faith is not, um, faith is not, of course, I, I, I touched on that, mental faith, not just head knowledge. Faith is not just thinking positive. There's people that think positive that are not walking in faith. Faith is not believing blindly. I'm just believing. I'm believing. I'm believing. What are you believing? I don't know. I'm just believing God is good. Praise the Lord. You get nothing. You get nothing. You know what? All you're going to get is frustration. Because your faith has to be founded and grounded solidly on the word of God. Remember, faith is a spiritual force drawn from the living word for living truth. That's why revelation of the word of God is your faith in God. That is what gives you a solid foundation to stand. If you are my disciple and continue in my word, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. In 1 John 5, 4, and I'll leave you with that one. 1 John 5, 4. There's a verse. I quoted already. I don't want to say it to those that your eyes can look at it. Hallelujah. Hope you have the King's Choices today, man. This never gets old, right? 1 John 5, 4 says, for every child of God defeats this evil world. One translation says, whosoever is born of God, overcome it. You, if you're born again, you ought to go saying about yourself, I'm an overcomer. You're not a victim. You are a victor. You don't have to let circumstances make you a victim of them. You, could, you, you, you couldn't help yourself before, but now that you are born again, you are victorious, the Bible says. This is, the Bible says, 
whosoever or every child of God overcometh or defeats this evil world. And we achieve this victory through our faith. Through our faith. So faith will always bring about your victory. Victory is already yours, but it's going to take your faith to manifest it. And who can win this battle against the world? Only those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And if you are born again believer, you are born again believer because you have believed that Jesus is the Son of God. And victory is yours. I want you to say that victory is mine. There's a song that, very simple, that says, victory. Sing, just sing that a cappella, uh, Jocelyn. Just give it all you got. Come on. Turn it around, somebody. I told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Victory is mine. Victory is mine. Victory today is mine. Somebody say today. Told Satan, get thee behind. Victory today is mine. Come on, if you believe today victory is yours, I want you to give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory be to God. <laughs> I'm going to stop there because this can open up a whole... New can of words. <laughs> Not a warm. A words of scripture. How many of you have been blessed this morning? Well, let's pray. Never dismiss a service without praying. Or giving you an opportunity to make the most important decision you'll ever make in your life. And that's to receive salvation. To receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. To be born again. If you're here this morning and you've never recall a moment where you surrender your life to the Lord, where you receive forgiveness of your sins and receive new life by believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, He died for your sins and He rose on the third day. I want to give you an opportunity to do so today. You know, that's a, it's a, it's a decision you, 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 must, you must make. The Bible says, I've said before you, life and death, blessing and cursing, I will that you choose life so that you and your seed will live. If you're here this morning and you are not born again, I want to pray for you this morning. If that's you and you say, that's me, Pastor, I'm not born again. I've never repented of my sins. I don't, I, I don't know that if my breath was this part of me this very second where I'm going to spend eternity. I want to receive this new life. I want to make Jesus Christ the Lord and Savior of my life. I want to begin to operate in this victory and this faith. I want to stand. If that's you, just right where you're at, just wave at me. Lift up your hands. I want to pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Anybody?